Okay, it's all good. Okay. And, oh, unfortunately, I have to go because I have some services, but uh, I'll, I'll make you the host. Okay, all good. Okay. Sorry. Well. Mangana, Tinan Basia, Gana, Gana, Salakaja, Tatsu Militangana, Tasmay, Sea, Ganahao. Yanto Palo, Serenity, Arasikam, Hansavila, Samakam, Audarika, Sudama, Tebakanam, Bishaba, Patipram, Yayayu, Tivichas, and Atwalido, Asistas, Sadam, Mandeham. Okay, so this is the second part of the series on the nectar restriction. It's also, you know, like an unofficial third part of the lectures that I've been given. So first, you know, I would like to you know, welcome anybody who might listen to, to the lecture. And, you know, I hope you can get some benefit. And at least something of value. In the first lecture that you know was not part of, of this series, and particularly, I discussed the idea of how secret, you know, for material desires per se, to always come to Krishna for everything, and no matter what, always you know come to Krishna. The the importance of developing you know this personal relationship and this idea of saranagati. Which is the main, you know, the main limb being that Krishna is my protector, Krishna is my maintainer, you know, and whatever might be our current needs or our current worries, to always come to Him. And how any other alternative is not good either, you know, try to artificially avoid our personal. Uh, problems or our desire or to try to solve those on our own uh, separating our Krishna you know bhakti our association with you know our material life but rather we should just be honest be sincere or where we are and present ourselves to Krishna as we are then in the previous lecture no, what was not, not that great prepared, neither this one, but look, you know, this, the nectar of extraction is full of uh, <clears throat> very good uh, 
advice for practitioners. So we discussed the you know in the first verse we first read the first verse was about what are the you know the secondary characteristics of spiritual advancement because spiritual advancement goes in opposition to sense enjoyment so in a way the more that we are advanced spiritually the the less that we are affected by the impulses of the senses so in, in that way help us to measure out in a way you know how if we are doing good you know the, it, it, with our practice little by little we should feel like we you know have these impulses are a bit less on us you know so, uh, so like that we can follow you know healthy advancement so, you know because we practice for many years and still we are the same and you know we you know we want we, you know we are the same attached to the world as before you know maybe you know something is wrong you know either we are not associating with devotees or or we are you know committing some you know, offenses or something you know something must be there we are not enthusiastic on our practice so that's why it's good you know from time to time check you know read this kind of books you know uh, for sadaka's practitioners to see how you know are we doing you know how are we doing are we are you know following the the advice that you know the rupa goswami gives here or or you know or, or maybe we forgot you know along the way you know because our routine and the influences of the world we forgot to, to apply something. So, so the second verse was starting about giving up those things that are not favorable for bhakti, and we spoke them, you know, the about them and how depending on each uh, individual uh, practitioner, it might be different. It's everything is very personalized. You know what it affects you know our spiritual practice so for example you know like the association of 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 those who are not devotees yeah, but that doesn't mean you know i'm gonna stop talking with everybody who's not a Vaishnava, but rather associating with those who are uh, fermenting who are you know nourishing our own anarthas our own attachments our own thing we should give up you know this association and uh, so and so on basically you know through renun through renunciation like if i could you know, like summarize the second uh verse is that true renunciation is to give up things that are not favorable for bhakti you know that's the only renunciation that that, that matters so now we will continue with the third verse this all you know about the, the class of today creating a favorable environment for the, uh, the practice of bhakti. So, perverse of nectar of instruction. Sahani chayadaya tatat karma pravatana sangatayate sangatayat satobrite sabi bhakti prosidyati. So, the translation. 
these six principles favorable to the execution of full devotional service were being enthusiastic, endeavoring with confidence, being patient, acting according to the regulative principles, such as Sravanam, Kirtan, Vishnu, Smaranam, hearing chanting and remembering Krishna, and abandoning the association of non-devotees, following the footsteps of previous acharyas. These principles are undoubtedly assured to complete success of pure devotional service. You could read the commentary of Sila Prabhupada. You know, explains, you know, like uh, in a direct way how all these things are, are important. You know, uh, and since I think many of, of whoever might listen to this class have read the book of, of the Nectar of Instruction of Prabhupada, if not, I recommend it to, to read. I will share uh, a bit of my own, uh, like my own. Uh, like personal realizations, or as you could say, say it like that, like a, my own personal understanding on it. So there is six principles. So we start with the enthusiasm. And a way that I see it is in order for, for us to create a favorable environment for, for Bhakti, enthusiasm needs to be there. So that means that there is, has to be something in Bhakti that we really like, that really motivates us. Maybe, you know, we are not motivated by everything and some rules are a bit hard for us and some things are difficult, but at least one aspect of bhakti it should be to give us, you know, a lot of enthusiasm. Might be, you know, we really like Guru Maharaj. We really like our Guru there. Or I really like Kirtan. You know, I really like Kirtan. Or I really like to read the scriptures. But we need to buy something, you know, that really give us enthusiasm. Because, like, you cannot, like, uh, as Guru Maharaj said once, you know, that, that some devotee when ask, you know, like, oh, I, I losing my enthusiasm. Say, no, that's normal. This is like flying a plane. It's a long distance, you know. You, you it's it's just like that autopilot. You just need to keep surviving. But that's not really bhakti, you know. If you lose the enthusiasm you cannot really practice bhakti. So you really lose the enthusiasm. You cannot say, uh, you, uh, uh, say, oh, I will just recover it someday. I just keep going on. No, this is like an urgent call to action. You know, you, you really need to find the enthusiasm. So you really need to focus on that and say what I really like about bhakti. What are the things that drew me in? What are the things that bhakti are about? You know, what What of the aspects of bhakti I really like? Whatever be the devotees, you know, whatever it be, and try to connect with that in a regular basis, connect. Sex may be hard, at least connect with that. So that our life uh, in that one aspect of bhakti give us the you know the energy the the will to continue the movement otherwise it's unbearable. So the next principle will be confidence. So confidence it means you know that uh, we have to have a strong conviction and faith. So that means, you, uh, uh, for example, uh, Sri Maharaj gives the, like, uh, the example of, 
Gordas Babaji, or how you know he has the confidence that he has seen Krishna everywhere. So some boys were disturbing him in his japa, and he chastised Krishna. Ah, Krishna, you are throwing stones at me because he sees Krishna in the heart of the boys. And because he's, he could see Krishna in the heart of the boys, in, for him, it's Krishna who is throwing the stones at him. So in this way, you know, we should be confident that Krishna is controlling everything. And when we are, especially we are devotees, you know, we should have the confidence that Krishna is a, is a supreme controller. You know, again, we come to the principle of Saranagati and whatever happens in our life, if we truly are, you know, in this path, Whatever happens in, in this life is Krishna's arranging. So little by little, we will come closer to him. So we have to have confidence that whatever is happening in our life is going to be good for us. Good for us in the sense of achieving Krishna. Sometimes it's not good for us because it, it conflicts with our you know personal agenda or whatever. We might not see it that it's good for us, but you know, we have to have the confidence that Krishna is our, not only he's, you know, the supreme controller, but he's also our well-wisher. And although the possibilities that happen, you know, even if something bad happens, that is no matter how you look at it, it's bad. Still, it could not be the worst, you know, but Krishna minimizes the effects of the karma. So that confidence has to be there. And in a way that I see it, this is also an important thing that, we need to have our faith strong, strong as much as, you know, our Adhikar lets us be. So that means if we have any doubts, if we start having any doubts, for whatever reason, we should immediately try to clear them. Don't leave the doubts linger. But if we have any doubts about the process, about our, you know, uh, guardians and so on, we should immediately try to clear those doubts, talk to, you know, to those particular guardians talk to our guru and clear the the doubts that are you know not letting us have the full faith that we should be having so you know to try to deal with this so we can have confidence then the third principle would be patience so uh, i'm sure you have heard you know all many times that this is like a gradual process so you know, we really need, you know, to, to prepare for the marathon. It's not an sprint, it's a marathon. What that means is that it has to be real. It cannot be artificial because it's something, yes, artificially you could try, you know, to pretend to be the, the greatest devotee, the most, you know, re renounced, the most knowledgeable, the most perfect. And you could do it for one, two, three, four years, give more than you are capable of, of, of giving, doing more than you are capable of doing for whatever reason. But that's not going to work because bhakti, you know, it's not like a, a ritual. It's not a process that you do in order, you know, to achieve a benefit, but rather it's a change in our hearts. It's a, it's a change in our consciousness. So it has to be real. It has to be the bhakti that we practice should be something that we can practice forever and always a bit more. But we should not be in a position where we are doing things that are beyond our nature, 
with their artificial and we and that are like expecting you know like oh if, if this is not if working ecstasy is the prema or the advancement now and they're gonna try something else so it, it doesn't work that way so the way that i see it this principle means that you need to uh, figure out you know like an environment and a condition that works well for you and that you can hold it forever because bhakti has to be natural bhakti has to, is the most natural thing of the soul and the bhakti that you practice you should practice in a way that feels natural to you so it should be something that forms part you know of your life and is totally natural with you otherwise it's not going to work because uh, you 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 won't be able to sustain for long and then you won't be able to have patience because if you are doing something you know if you are drowning you cannot have patience so you know so at least even though you are drowning in the material ocean, should not feel like that. And until you reach, you know, the higher stages, you know, then you you uh, you might have those feelings like of of I cannot, you know, wait uh, to to meet to you know to meet Krishna and these kind of things. But if we are honest with our present situation, we might understand that those. You try to pretend to have those kind of feelings is not re realistic. The fourth idea is to act according to the rules of, of bhakti. But uh, interestingly enough, Prabhupada, you know, when you know the rules of bhakti, what here what means is not like so much of rule or regulations, but rather on doing the angas of bhakti. So we need to engage. You know, it's not in, enough, you know, to feel this is the part that, you know, would separate that. Yes, I feel good. I like the devotees. I have yeah, confidence, patience, whatever. But you're not doing anything. So it's not enough. You need to be engaged in doing any of the angas of bhakti, basically. You know, you need to be engaged on chanting, hearing, remembering, or doing archana. Of course, you know, for this age, is you know, recommended, you know, the... the Maha Mantra. Uh, so, and when you get initiated, you, you, the usually you know the promise is to chant some number of rounds, a fixed number of rounds. So the way that I see it is, is that you know you, you one should put a lot of energy to to do that, to you know to keep engaged constantly in the angas of bhakti, and at the very least in the chanting of the holy name. If somebody you know has the capacity and and the energy to do more, you know, for example, read daily or listen to lectures or associate, you know, that will be great. But at the very least, everybody should be engaged daily in, in chanting of the holy name to their own capacity or whatever they have uh, discussed with the guru. You know, it's not like everybody is, is the same, but, you know, the, that must be there. You know, the, the holy name must be there. Then it will be abandoning the association so uh, last time we spoke how you know engaging with but uh, association of or non-devotees that was helpful for our spiritual practice and we also discussed that you know non-devotees or bad association doesn't mean like everybody who is non-devotee you know like ah, i don't talk to them anymore 
but no, you know, you can still still engage with with everyone and and the the vote is friendly of everyone. But rather, this means to avoid those people who are going to nourish in us our desire to enjoy and to avoid those who are offensive directly, you know, to to the Lord, because nothing good can be, you know. obtained by associating with those who are enemical to, towards the Lord and towards the devotees and have this kind of mentality. And, and of course, you know, if you, you know, your weakness, you know, you have some particular sanartas and you associate with those people who are very much attached, you know, to those particular sanartas, you are again gonna, you know, uh, be engaged in those activities and you will, you know, deviate from the from the process as well. Uh, in Shilad Maharaj also, you know, the, the he describes bad association for those who are in, uh, very much attached to sense enjoyment. So then we have the following in the steps of the acharyas. So following the steps of the acharyas, like Sriyad Maharaj, you know, like describes that following the steps means following, which means listen to the instructions, but not necessarily imitate their behavior, because sometimes uh, the behavior of a very advanced devotee is something that we cannot imitate, but we can always follow the instructions. So, you know, and the way that this inspired me is what whatever we do of the you know all the five we have really good five advices and whatever we we do must be under the guidance or the spiritual master. So that's like you know the meaning of inspiration the way I see it like whatever we we do we have to do it under the guidance of our spiritual master. So again, all of this you know comes you know, to summarize in a way that in order for for Bhakti to be present, you know, one must really, you know, take refuge on, on Bhakti's self, on the devotees and on the holy name. Without, you know, the devotees, we cannot really have an, an advancement. So now, you know, like, because later, uh, the nectar of instruction will continue with this idea that the, the, the devotees are, are really, you know, the source of, of of everything. I would like to say a, a small pastime that involves Nara the Moon. One day, you know, Nara the Moon, out of his humility, you know, he was uh, wondering, you know, everybody's saying, you know, that associating, you know, with, with saints, you know, that one second of association with the, the saints can change the, your life but he you know he he was feeling you know I, I am you know so low you know i don't think like people associate with me but what you know what benefit they're going to get you know everybody's glorifying me saying you know that by my association they will get so many things but i, I don't feel that way i don't feel you know, that way so lord vishnu said yes you know you want to see what's the benefit of your association then I will show you. You need to go and meet uh, this worm. 
So Galamuni went and he went to meet a worm. He's like, okay, you know, I'm going to Vishnu says to go meet a worm. So we'll meet the worm. So when Galamuni arrived to meet the worm, the worm died. And Galamuni is like he felt even more horrible. He was wondering what's the benefit of my association. And now I appear and the poor worm died. So he went back and told Vishnu, yeah, the poor worm died. And he said, yes, yes, no problem. Now go meet the calf that has just born. And Narada Muni said, oh, but the worm just died. Imagine that the calf also dies. The, you know, the, the cow is most holy of the animals. I don't want to do that. And Vishnu said, I insist. So Narada Muni went to meet the calf and the calf also died. And he was, you know, like feeling even more sad. And he returned to be what is this? You know, meeting me is not a blessing, it's a curse. The worm died, the cow died. And Vishnu said, No problem, kingdom here in planet Earth. Go and meet, you know, the, the, the new prince. Naradamuni, you know, did as Vishnu said, and when he arrived, the prince also died. And when he came back, you know, he was, you know, totally, you know, depressed. But when he came back, he saw, you know, that's a new soul, you know, was there in Vaikuntha. And the soul said, oh, thank you, Narada Muni, you know. Thank you for the association. I was born as a worm, but because you you, you gave me your darshan, I was able to get become elevated to the highest of the animals. Then, because of your association, again, I was able to, to become... Take a human body, and through the human body, I, I was able to, you know, to get liberated. You know, of course, you know, like, not not all cases, you know, are going to be this extreme, but you can really see, you know, that, you know, meet, you know, association with sadhus. That's where you know, truly one gets change. You know, otherwise, one will continue with, with his own life with his own anarthas, with his own karma. It's only through the sadhus that we came in contact with Krishna consciousness, and it's only through the sadhus that we will magically get the, the you know, the mercy so we can continue advancing, so we can continue uh, <clears throat> uh, in this process. So now, you know, I would like to share uh, a few things that I really like from the readings that I had in this verse. This is from this is from the commentary of Sila Prabhupada. <clears throat> In the course of traveling the universal creation of Brahma, some fortunate souls may receive the seed of Bhaktilata, the creeper of devotional service. This soul, by the grace of Guru and Krishna, the material world is a place of confinement for living entities who are by nature anandamaya, pleasure-seeking. They actually want to be free from confinement of this world of conditional happiness, but not knowing the process of liberation, they are bound to transmigrate from one species of life to another and from one planet to another. In this way, the living entities are wandering through the universe. 
But when by good fortune one comes in contact with a pure devotee and hears from him patiently, one begins to follow in the path of devotional service. Such an opportunity is offered by a person who is sincere. So, you know, this principle of, of you know, being sincere, you know, I would like to connect, you know, with, you know, uh, in the commentary, Siddhar Maharaj says, you know, that this is really, you know, because what else, you know, in bhakti, you don't need to be very renounced, you don't need to be very learned, you don't need to be very powerful, you don't need to be very rich. So, the only requirement is sincerity. Yeah, that you really need to have sincerity and eagerness. I I really want to advance. I really want to, uh, you know, uh, follow the, the spiritual master. I really want to get to know Krishna. So we need to cultivate this sincerity. And this sincerity and this eagerness comes from association. And so we need also always to maintain open, you know, that association. And now I would like to share, you know, a few uh, short uh, paragraphs from Sila Siddhar Maharaj's commentary. Mm The only passage, money, is our sincere inclination. The heart's natural flow, that is the passage money, nothing else. Our sincere eagerness to get, that's the only price we have to pay in advance. No other price by the earnest desire. It's not purchased by any money or anything else which are acquired by so many formats, uh, practices and millions of birds. Uh, what this is well yeah this continues with with what that I wanted to say but I, I'm not finding uh, the particular bells that I was looking for anyways uh, I will continue and if, if I find it I will share say here is something related to you know sakya rasa so i you know i i found it interesting that you know that was sakya rasa was mentioning one of the commentaries and his poison contaminated the whole area but the cowherd friends of krishna did not care for that at the bottom of their heart, they were so confident in Krishna consciousness, assistant at their back, that they were going and rushing towards the poisonous thing and swallowing the poison. Oh, Krishna is our, at our back. Whom do I fear? We don't fear anyone. They are going into the Kaliya Gata, that poisonous place on the Yamuna, and they are drinking that water and fainting, but without any fear. My friends, is there. We do not care for any poison or anything. He will save us. He will protect us. They went ahead to invite danger with that confidence. We don't care for any danger. 
because our support, our friend is there who has got some natural, supernatural powers. Then Krishna had to go again, again and revive them from the poisonous effect. Generally, they are always in a position that they don't want that. You protect me. Very rarely, as is the case of government, where the whole locality prayer for protection from Indra, the king of heavens, when his annual worship was closed. Indra was very much enraged and he wanted to punish him, this general section of that Gosher group, by heavy rain, hail, storm, and thunder. And the whole Gosta came and took refuge Krishna. You protect us from this great destruction, and Krishna managed. Otherwise, they're always fostering this idea that he, he is there, our protector. We don't care for anything else. We are not afraid of any danger. He's there. He cannot but protect us. That's the ideal to maintain. In Sakya Rasa, that Raisikya Birbaso is very, very clear. And at the same time, there is some challenging and at, at the time of play. You could know this. I gain over you. You fail. Such humbly play. God and his servants appear to be in equal positions on the surface. And sometimes even the Lord uh, holds a lower position. It was interesting you know, to hear something of uh, Sakya Rasa. Okay, you know, like this will be, you know, a, a, a shorter uh, kind of lecture. Uh, in, then in the next lecture, we will discuss all about Sadhu Sangha, you know, the different kinds of, of devotees, how devotees exchange with each other, and we will delve deeper into Sadhu Sangha. Uh, and I hope, you know, that... Uh, this was of use or for anyone who might have heard and thank you everyone Haribo.